You seek external validation in the hopes that you will get fulfilled, but it never quite happens that way. You keep seeking out, hoping that one day, one person or someone's going to come along and tell you that you're amazing enough, that you're wonderful enough, that you will finally fill the hole that's within inside of you. But it never comes. It's never quite enough. <laughs> Love, Luna. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Self Love Lessons with Luna. I am so pleased to have you here. Thank you for your continued support, for watching on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram TV, and especially for listening in on the podcast. I absolutely love having you here. Thank you for all your support. Because you're listening, sharing, contributing and paying attention, this message of self-love is going far and wide. People all over the world are actually learning the skills required to love ourselves. What a gift. What a beautiful gift. So thank you. Thank you for your continued support, for sharing the love, for commenting, for giving me the feedback, because it allows me to be able to share this message far and wide so more and more people can learn the value of self-love and actually how to do it. More of us are learning how to let go of the self-hate, learn to let go of the negative self-talk. And I cannot thank you enough. I love you. Thank you so much. We can call it people-pleasing. We can call it seeking validation. We can call it seeking the approval of others. But any which way you look at it, it is a pit of despair. I once knew a woman who desperately wanted to be loved. She wanted approval. She wanted to feel like she was enough. She wanted to feel like she belonged. She wanted to feel truly and utterly accepted and loved. There was no love inside of her. Her thoughts were absolutely destroying her sense of self. She was mean to herself. She acted out. She had behaviors that were not aligned with who she was because she didn't even know who that was. She wasn't ever lost. She just never knew that who she was was something that was valuable, was someone that was worthy. She never knew any of this. And because of that, she was led down a path of complete self-destruction. Lost and desperate, she did anything that she could to fill that God-sized hole with inside of her. It started when she was really little. She was just a little girl and she wanted to feel loved but didn't know how to. Didn't really get it from the world around her. It didn't feel true. It didn't feel real for her. But she learnt how to put on a happy face. She learnt how to play the part. She learnt how to move and behave and act like some kind of marionette. She learnt that if she could shape and mold and contort herself into the needs of others, then she might just feel the kind of love that she wanted. She was only young when this started. And as life carried on for her, it only got more interesting. She found other ways. She found alcohol. She found drugs. She found peer pressure. She found food many years before that. And later on in life, she found things like sex. 
She found things like success. She found things like getting a great job and getting career and achieving and accomplishing and pushing herself to exhaustion just so she could feel that way, so she could feel loved, so she could feel content and finally stop having to try so hard to be worthy. At the tender age of 19, working in a bar, the men would be sleazy. They would touch her inappropriately. But she had learned that that was at least some kind of attention. She had learned that if she smiled and put on a happy face and kept them happy, then perhaps she might feel happy. She was told that they were harmless. Don't worry about them. You just smile and brush it off. They don't mean anything by it. And so she learnt to smile. She learnt to pile on all these masks in the hope that one of them that she put on would finally lead her to feeling loved. She learnt that she wasn't to rock the boat. If she could just keep her mouth shut, if she could avoid being opinionated, if she could just be the happy, bubbly girl that seemingly everybody wanted her to be, if she could tick the boxes that life told her to get the good relationship, to find the job, to get the good money, then she would fill that hole inside of her. But after years and years and years, she knew that the hole was only getting bigger. She was further away from feeling the love and acceptance than she had ever been. She was beginning to feel even more helpless, more hopeless depressed and as though she was never going to be worthy of love. Everyone seemed to have an opinion about her. Everybody. It's like no matter where she went, somebody, one of her friends, her family members, people in her life, her bosses, everybody kind of seemed to want her to be a certain way. But for each and every single one of them, it was different. Different people wanted different things. It seemed that no matter what she did, it was never good enough. It was never good enough for them, but most importantly, it was never good enough for her. She could never get there. She kept trying, she kept searching, but she could never get there. As if it was a blessing in disguise, this young woman, desperate for the approval of others, desperate to feel that sense of self-love, decided to take herself on a journey. So she studied. She looked within. She went into the darkest souls and the recesses of her mind and her body and her spirit to find out, well, if all of the things outside of her, if all of those things around her didn't give her the approval that she wanted, then what was going to give it to her? After a while, she learned that perhaps she just needed to please herself. Perhaps she was the one of the approval that she was searching for all that time. Yeah, she lost friends. She lost lovers, she lost relationships and people stopped liking her. But the people who stuck around and the people that came into her life were the ones that truly loved her and accepted her for who she was. But more importantly, she learned to accept herself for who she was. She stopped seeking external validation. She stopped trying to get the approval of others. She stopped people-pleasing. And that hole got smaller and smaller and smaller. And now she's standing before you. 
The story of this girl, the story of me, the story of so many of us is completely common. How many of us has gone out and actually people please to the point of our own exhaustion? You probably do it now. You seek external validation in the hopes that you will get fulfilled, but it never quite happens that way. You keep seeking out, hoping that one day, one person or someone's going to come along and tell you that you're amazing enough, that you're wonderful enough, that you will finally fill the hole that's within inside of you. But it never comes. It's never quite enough. Because everybody has an opinion. Everybody has their own viewpoint and their own perspective about how you should be. Only based on their own experiences, their own insecurities and their own ways of being. It's simply their preference. This is a battle that you cannot win. Because for as many people as there are in the world, there is as many opinions on who you ought to be. If you try to please everyone, you will please no one. So you may as well go ahead and learn how to please yourself. I know this is a tough concept because when we're feeling a lack of self-worth, when we don't feel worthy within ourselves, potentially the last thing that we feel like we want to do is to give to ourselves. Yet it's actually the first thing that we need to do. Nobody else is going to make you feel the way that you want to feel. They can temporarily. But then, if that person leaves you, or the circumstances change, or they stop loving you all of a sudden, then your world crumbles and you're left with nothing, probably more depleted than what you were when you began. The only worthwhile approval that I want you to seek is that of, of your own, your own self, your own soul. To learn that you are enough. To practice giving yourself the approval that you're looking for. That's the key. That's the key here. I can almost hear you saying, but how, Luna? How do I even begin to do this? I know it's a challenging one, but it's also a really worthwhile one. First point that I want to make is to really recognize that you cannot win this battle. You cannot win this battle. You will not win this battle. You cannot get the approval from other people. As I said, if you please everyone, you please nobody. Because there are so many people out there, you need to recognize that there is no winning. There's no pleasing everybody. It is literally impossible. But you can please yourself. So recognize that first and foremost. If you keep seeking external validation, if you keep people pleasing, if you keep looking for outside approval, you will forever be disappointed. It's not about them. It's about you. Number two, you might not like. <laughs> it's not lovely, but it's a truth. Okay, here goes. Are you ready? Brace yourself. Not everyone's gonna like you. In fact, people will dislike you. People will despise you. You are the reason why somebody goes to therapy. Oh, you are the villain in a whole bunch of people's stories. And there's not a damn thing that you can do about it. 
You can try to make it up to them. You can try to seek out. You can try to do all that stuff and no matter what you do, you will still not be liked by everybody. You know, Taylor Swift was America's girl next door. Everybody loved her. She was amazing and sweet and she people pleased and she put the smile on her face and she performed and she didn't rock the boat and she didn't have opinions and the whole world gave her shit for being too perfect. You can't win. You really can't win external validation. Not everyone's going to like you and that's okay. The people who do like you. They're the ones that matter. And even more than those ones, if you like you, that's the most important thing. You matter. You matter to you more than anybody else does. My third recommendation here is that you find out what you stand for. What do you believe in? What are your values? What do you feel really strongly and congruently about? Stand for that. Stand for you. Stand up for yourself. Defend yourself. Be you more than anything else in this world because you cannot be anybody else. This is about holding on to your integrity. When we try to please everybody else, we lose our integrity because we have to be too many versions of too many people and we simply can't keep up. Hold true to your integrity by understanding what you stand for and existing from that point of view rather than from other people's point of view, their opinions, their values. What you believe in is important. So stand for you. If you make a decision to seek your own approval instead of seeking the approval of others, that God-sized hole inside of you is going to start to fill. It's going to fill and you'll start feeling more fulfilled more aligned. And the more that you do this, the easier it gets. It's practice and it's a skill. And actually you build momentum. So, you know, maybe the first time you annoy somebody and they tell you that they don't like you very much. Oh, that might hurt. Maybe the first argument that you have on social media about something, that might hurt. But the 10th and the 12th and the 25th doesn't hurt so much. Because as those people move out of your life, more glorious aligned people move in. And that includes yourself. Before we end this week's episode, I would love to share with you a poem that I wrote just about this. About trying to squeeze and fit into something that we're not and how destructive that could be. This is called The Shoe. I see those I love that have you, and they look simply divine. I see your shape, your colour, your character, and see you when you shine. And I want to see you as my own, to wear you on my feet, to be a part of that playful life, to feel that I'm complete. I see our future all laid out and the places we'll discover. I see the journeys we will take together and the troubles we'll uncover. I think you will be good for me and I'll be great for you. To wear you in, protect your soul, you'll be my favourite shoe. But something seems to be quite off. There seems to be a flaw. There seems to be some second thoughts. Maybe you don't want more. You let me put you on my foot to see if we'll commit. I slide my heel right in your soul, but 
it. I don't fit. No matter how I try and squeeze, this always will be true that I am a size 11 and you are a size 2. Both of us are perfect just the way we are and I can love you from a distance, I can love you from afar. The closer that I get to you, the more I need to squeeze to change my shape to fit the mould which leads you and me to people, please. When I shove my foot and make it fit, I'm rubbed and pained and blistered, pretending for a little while the truth that's being resisted. No matter how I try and squeeze, this always will be true, that I'm a size 11 and you are a size 2. I put you on regardless and squeeze my bigness in your shape. I cut off my edges and push you beyond so much more than you can take. So with you on, I stay so still and practice not to move. I hold back unflinching and yet I am still trying to prove to you, to me, to the world and my heart that my feet can be smaller and we do not need to part. But each time I wear you, I stretch you too thin. I push your seams and your stitches, but I never quite fit in. As pretty as you are and as cute as you look, my pages are public and you are a closed book. No matter how I try and squeeze, this always will be true. That I am a size 11 and you are a size 2. To insist on wearing only hurts my precious feet and stretches your leather and makes us both incomplete. For out there is a foot that fits you so well for your curves and your shape. And this I can tell, how your leather remains fresh, not damaged or torn, and that my foot feels comfortable, not tired or worn. My foot is just perfect in its size 11 shape, with its edges and its width and its wondrous make. There are shoes out there as enticing as you, that are instead a size 11 and are not a size 2. The way you're made is perfect with your stitching and your lace. My feet will move too quick for you, we can never match our pace. I will walk barefoot so I can feel the grounding of this earth, to stretch my ankles and condition my feet for the expansion of my girth. These feet are magnificent and perfect on their own. Whenever I'm wearing shoes, I realise they're on loan. Because these feet are wondrous and so perfect too, they are whole and complete just as they are and require no shoe. Our shoes take wearing in, this much is true, but as a size 11, I will never be a two. <laughs> Thank you for letting me share that. I think it's a beautiful way in which to describe how we squeeze ourselves trying to fit into something that simply we are not. Please yourself, enjoy and relish in your bigness or your smallness. Whatever it is for you, please be your beautiful self. New episodes come out every Friday on YouTube, Instagram TV, when it works, because it doesn't always upload, <laughs> as well as Facebook. And of course, you're tuning in right now, listening to the podcast as well. It is an absolute pleasure to have you here. Are you joining the tribe? Is it time for you to let go of the people-pleasing, the negative self-talk, the self-hate? Come and learn with me. I teach this. I know this. I would love for you to join the tribe of like-minded women in a healing container for eight weeks for you to come on a journey of self-love.
details will be in the comments or the description. And until next time, I look forward to seeing you again next Friday. Happy self-loving.